Oh man, what's the matter with you? Sorry, I'll get it next time, I promise. Colleen! Pizza, the piece that beats you beat. The only thing hard is the smell of my feet. So listen up, cause you might get disco Drain the lizard or take a chair. Damn, come on girl, watch the beat. Hello everyone. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Kevin, the podcast where we gaze long into the abyss. I'm Ted. I'm Rose. I'm I'm here too. <laughs> this week we watched the movie Yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers. <sighs> before so before we dive into this film, I want to ask everyone, is this the worst Kevin Smith film? Because I'm going to say it is. I think this is the worst one. Oh, yes. This yes, is the worst definitely. movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never seen a worse movie than this. Yeah. Uh, on, this might on, be the worst film I've ever seen. Yeah. Honestly, this is legitimately the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, that that seems like a really flippant thing to say. It's a very easy yeah. thing to say. Uh, but genuinely, I uh, I think that it is. I've, I've seen it twice now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm pretty confident that a worse movie than this doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. This is maybe one of the worst things I've seen on a screen. <laughs> and like, I like to watch terrible shit. Yeah. Like nothing comes close. And I, I want to be clear with the listeners here. We're not doing like, you know, we're not the nostalgia critic here. All right. We're not playing this up for yucks. And this is not like the room where it's so bad it's good. No, like no, this, no, no, no. This legitimately, I would say, might be the worst movie watching experience I've ever had. And I came out of it like actually upset. I was upset that I watched it. That that's what truly makes it uh the worst because it's not like one of those like, oh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, worst yeah. movie of all time, because it aggressively refuses to allow any sort of joy or hope to cling to. <laughs> it's like not, it's an evil movie. It, it is a it's, dark, it's, twisted yeah. movie. It's like yeah. designed to make begs, you hate it. Begs for you to hate it. I, I said to someone earlier on Twitter, I said that this movie is like an insult to art. And when I say that, I don't just mean it as like, it's so horrible, like it's an insult to art. I mean, like, this film was not even created with art in mind. No, is, no, no. Like, this is a, it's hateful. Nothing it's a, it's, it's a, a hateful, hateful movie. film. This wasn't the, made for an audience. I need to make like, I need to make something very clear. Uh, in, in the past, I've said some very negative things about Kevin, but like... I think we all know that, like, it's all in good fun, right? Like, a lot of the stuff I say on here is heightened, trying to liven up the show a little bit, exaggerate things. But I'm dead serious right now. This is, this is like, this is different. This movie, this film, Yoga Hosers, to me, is, is proven to me beyond a shadow of a doubt that Kevin Smith is not a good person. There's this idea that we've batted around that he's just this uh, good-natured idiot, right? That like, oh, you know, he, he, he's just a big, dumb man-child who can't fucking do anything good, but he, he means well. He's like, a, he's like a, a genuine, like, good guy deep down. He's not. 
that 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 good natured uh, uh, thing. That's a lie. It's a facade. And and beneath that mask is just a burning core of contempt for all of humanity. Like it's it's so clear to me now. Nobody would that truly has love in their heart could create this. It's yeah. It, it, it's it's just an act of pure hate and probably not consciously because he is very stupid. <laughs> I don't think he has any idea how hateful and spiteful and angry malicious. he is. Malicious, exactly. It's he's <laughs> fuck. Like this this film is the product of a soulless void of a human being. It feels glib to like compare him to Patrick Bateman, but I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking about American Psycho because I saw an interview with Mary Heron, the director earlier, and thinking about how um, you know, uh, Patrick Bateman puts on this like false image, right? But the image that he puts on is totally mundane. It's like this false mask of a completely <laughs> mediocre, uh, shitty person. But deep down, it, it, uh, underneath, he's just cold and empty because he's actually even less than that. He's such a <laughs> shitty, hollow, nothing of a of a of an evil person that the best he can even pretend to be is just a useless, mediocre forgettable slime so folks what we're saying is that i hate i hate him don't watch this one i i this like isn't a joke this isn't a joke anymore (laughs) fucking playtime is over i genuinely hate this man and i want to put him in jail for the rest of his life I want him to be locked away from society. Yeah, uh, I find often when I watch a bad movie, my mind wanders and I think about like, um, like the caterers and, you know, the people that have to lug around the equipment and stuff like that. I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's good that they got work. You know, it's good that they got uh, a job out of this. I hope they were treated well. With yoga hosers, I do kind of feel like everyone involved in that production should be put on some sort of trial. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, there's only so much you can put out into the world without expecting some sort of retribution. (laughs) And I just don't think Kevin has had it yet. (laughs) For yoga hosers. He has made the world a worse place. (laughs) When I went to torrent this movie... Uh, illegally, not, no, legally, I did not break the law. It had a one-star rating <laughs> on RBG, and of course, the only people rating these movies are looking for them so they can watch them. I've never seen a star rating lower than three. It said, like, six reviews, all were one star. I obtained this movie by breaking into Kevin Smith's house, punching him in the face, spitting on him, and stealing <laughs> his personal copy. Uh, I actually watched this movie um, for free because you can just watch it online for free for listeners at home who want to watch uh, yoga hosers. No, 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 no. You're going to regret saying this. Don't help them watch this. It's Okay, I won't say it. There is a service (laughs) that will let you watch it legally for free. That might just be in Canada. So speaking of which, I feel like we should tell the listeners at home just what this film is even is before getting into the plot at all i think the more important context to give i don't even want to describe the plot (laughs) this this film stars kevin smith and johnny depp's daughters 
Yeah. So what the film is is basically the same thing as like um the Friday Rebecca Black video. Like exactly. it's it's like one of those videos where parents pay to have um like the superstar treatment for their child. So it's like Kevin Smith and Johnny Depp putting together some money basically to have a movie made for their kids where their kids star in it. So when you're watching it, you can tell that it's a film which is not meant for an audience to consume. And that makes it so, so fucking horrible. So that that's like the most important context to this whole thing. Well, that's right. I, I, I That's true. But the real kid, uh, the, the person who this is really all for the gratification of is Kevin. It's, like, yeah, it's Kevin. Yeah, like, like on he might think on some level that he's doing this for his daughter and her friend, mm. but it's like that's just a fucking pretense, and he's the mm. kid. It's his fucking shitty birthday party that everyone else has to like play along with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even oh, definitely. Yeah, even his daughter, who was like fifteen, sixteen at the time, probably mm. had way more emotional maturity than him. And was like, just like, I just have to get through this to like make dad happy because this is what he wants. And he thinks that it's what I want. And that's fine. I've definitely seen Johnny Depp's daughter before, though. Like, she must have been in other movies. She's been in some other movies. Yeah. Mm. She was uh, noticeably less bad of an actor than Harley Quinn Smith. Oh, she might have been in that uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie with Johnny Depp. Mm, I think um, you're. I think you're thinking of someone else. Uh, maybe the age difference might be too much. Anyways, so good parts of this film. No. I'll say that Johnny Depp. There's no good part. Johnny Depp did a better job than he did in Tusk. Uh, loyal listeners will know that Johnny <sighs> Depp appeared in Tusk as Quebecois man, whatever his name is, and he's back. Uh, and he's in even more of this film. Oh, but right. But thankfully yeah. is a little bit better. Thankfully, a little bit better. I didn't really get that from him, but... um, Yeah. I, I'm really scraping for, like, what I can find here. <laughs> it's important to point out that this is the second and final installment in right, the yeah. aborted True North trilogy, which... I guess was supposed to be yeah. a series of three horror movies, s- horror comedies set in Canada, all based on unfunny jokes that uh, Kevin and his friend Scott said on his bad podcast. Third movie was supposed to be? Yes, it was Moose Jaws. Moose like, Jaws, yeah. Christ. Like Jaws with a moose. <laughs> of all of them, this was clearly the thinnest concept because they even have... The, mm. They have the clip from Smodcast playing over the credits, and it makes no sense. Uh, it's literally just uh, Scott Mosier says, yo- comes up with the phrase yoga hosers because they're doing Canada jokes or whatever. And Kevin Smith thinks yoga hosers is so funny. He laughs his ass off. Scott does some more fucking Canadian voices and a few bad Canadian jokes. It t- sounded like total nonsense to me. But Scott, but Kevin is just laughing his fucking ass off. He thinks it's the funniest shit. So he made this whole fucking movie just around the term yoga hosers that he thought was like the funniest shit he'd ever heard. It's, I I can't imagine how anyone could listen to that dog shit. Just hearing 30 seconds of it playing over the credits, 
I was already pissed off from watching the movie and I got even more <laughs> mad hearing that. Like, how could anyone ever want to listen to this? So the the plot of the movie oh, God. is, if you remember, in Tusk, there was two teens working at the A to Z, but A is spelled like E-H, like the It's A, a, to, a to Z. Oh, Rose, do you, say, yeah. do you say Z or Z? Like, if I was going to say the letter, I would say Z. Okay, but, that's cool. But also, like, when we would do the alphabet as kids, oftentimes people would say Z. Well, because it rhymes. It, yeah, because it sounds really good. Yeah. The fact that they say a lot of things slightly differently in Canada than we do mm. here will never, stop, be, will never stop being funny to Kevin. And yeah. he will repeat the same ones like a hundred times in a movie yeah. thinking it's hilarious yeah. every time we open on a scene of these two girls who we found out are both named colleen the colleen's the two yep. colleen's they are playing in a band um in the a to z you know the makeshift quickie mart that kevin put in this movie and it sucks the girls are like not they're not really singing but it is their real voices they're singing to they're so bad it's really bad they're so untalented they didn't auto-tune it and they could have <laughs> and they because because they auto-tuned like it, later on they sing a, bu- a few songs in the movie but the opening one they're like rapping Worst. it's kind of like a beastie boys yeah. style yeah. rap rock that's yeah, also like supposed to be fun thing. and they're so bad at it their uh, fucking spoken word vocals or whatever that was were so fucking atonal that it was all just noise to me. Really bad. And, and to give people an impression of what the tone of this opening is, as soon as it started, uh, I texted our group chat and I said, oh, so Kevin saw Scott Pilgrim recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because it feels exactly like the opening of Scott Pilgrim with the garage band in the basement or whatever. Well, exactly like it, except... Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. It was like watching an, uh, one of the um, the Asylum films, like those uh, Asylum knockoffs, like Titanic <laughs> 2 and Sharknado and stuff. It was like them doing a Scott Pilgrim movie. But also having no fun with it. No fun, yeah. <laughs> he just has this desperate, sweaty jealousy of all of these other filmmakers that he respects and sort of sees as his peers. And one I, movie I, I after right. another is just this incredibly bad attempt at aping them. And like, he's clearly, tr- I, I'm not even going to say trying so hard, because he's never tried hard to do anything in his life, least of all with this piece of shit. But, like, clearly what he thinks he's doing is, is like, uh, imitating Edgar Wright in some way. And it, 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 it's very, like, fake Scott Pilgrim-y. But he uh-huh. doesn't... He, he, his brain, he's too blind to actual, like, um, uh, uh, filmic, like, syntax and shit. That he doesn't... He's not even aware of the, like, visual grammar that makes Scott Pilgrim so dynamic and interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't yeah. actually imitate anything stylistically. It's just the most hollow imitation where it's so clear what he's trying to do, but he doesn't even come close. Yeah, I actually coincidentally rewatched Scott Pilgrim recently and I was so worried going into it because I was I felt that it was going to age really badly. No, it holds up. 
It, it yeah. held up. And part of what impressed me, which Yoga Hosers definitely does not do, was <laughs> how well it actually did balance, like, the shitty attitudes of its characters and make those, like, kind of funny. And, and they all kind of pop and snap. Uh, and Yoga Hosers, like, those two It was just girls, two annoying girls. Miserable. Like, they had no redeeming qualities at all. Yeah, They were, awful. like, made to look kind of stupid and mean yeah what was good about them how are they the heroes that's his like funny take on like how teenage girls are you know yeah but it's your daughter all they (laughs) all they care about is fucking yoga i guess and like uh in instagram those are like the only two sort of substantial observations about the characters because everything else is the fact that they say words funny yeah yeah they like harry styles and think he's hot they love them magazine and that gets repeated a hundred fucking times kevin can't come up with one shitty joke that wasn't funny in the first place and not plaster it all over a fucking movie hit it (laughs) again and again he knows it's not fun like I go into this thinking like, <laughs> wow, Kevin has terrible comedic sensibilities. He has no sense of what's funny, right? Uh, and that's like probably his biggest flaw by far as a filmmaker. And uh, maybe if he attempted to do anything other than be funny, he might like be able to develop some sort of skill. I don't know. Mm. But by the end of it, I'm thinking like, okay, he's full of shit. He doesn't believe in this. This isn't real. (laughs) There's no love or passion in this. He knows this shit isn't funny. He knows these jokes are fucking terrible. And he's going to hit you over the head with them again and again because he (laughs) hates you. Like, that's the only way I can rationalize this movie's existence. It is, it's just pure contempt for anyone who would even try to watch it. I can't imagine a type of brain you could have that would make any of this seem enjoyable to you. I I genuinely don't think there's a way to enjoy this movie. Like, you could treat it as a drinking game and every time a bad joke gets repeated, but you would die. Yeah. I don't even think being drunk could make... It would just... It would make it worse. Watching this drunk would make alcohol bad. Combining this movie with anything would just make the other thing worse. Yeah, I I, I just want to say that before this movie, you know, I took a nice long shower, I made a pizza, I poured myself a cocktail... I smoked a bowl and I settled oh. in. I said, "I definitely you know what? do it, that." It's only an hour and a half long. Like, how bad could it be? And within five minutes, I was just enraged with the film. Easily the most miserable viewing experience I've had with the podcast. I watched this in like four or five different chunks with like long <laughs> breaks in between because I just felt mentally drained by it. I watched it all the way through just so I could get the right feel for it, which I usually <laughs> don't pacing. for these movies. It's so bad. It's It made me so angry. I wanted to shoot my TV like Elvis. <laughs> if, I, if I owned a gun, I would be down a TV. I, I, I had this strong temptation to say things about Kevin Smith that I shouldn't say on a podcast because it could be legally problematic, but... I don't even feel that way anymore because death is too good for him. I, 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 I want him to spend the rest of his days in a dungeon eating gruel. 
I think, like, just to make myself a little more sane, I've been trying not to focus on just exactly what this movie makes of Kevin, but what it makes of the people around him. <laughs> he has a wife. He has a daughter. Presumably he has friends. And they don't they don't try and, like, help him oh, they're not all the movie. do this. I know. I don't think you can blame Harley Quinn. She's too young, and she's been under his umbrella her entire life like and frankly from what i can tell about her she seems like surprisingly sort of okay like (laughs) it 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 seems like she's turning out way better than than she should have being raised by this awful man yeah i know that you are so um enraged with kevin smith now uh so ready to take him down but for me, all I want to do is just, like, get a real honest moment with Kevin <laughs> where I get to just say, dude, this really fucking sucks. This really fucking sucks, man. Like, <laughs> I just want I just want to tell him honestly. I'm like, man, I got to level with you. Yoga hosers, you, you got to get rid of it. Like, it's that bad. You have to treat it like the E.T. Atari game and, like, track down every copy and destroy it. Like, that's This movie, mission. it's comparable to, like, a snuff film to me. It's that vile. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, something that shouldn't be seen. It should be, mm. like, illegal. It's, like, a... Di- it's, like, a- a- any, any like, infamous or, like, banned movie or, or something that, like, people hate, like doesn't compare this is it it should be buried you're right like the et game yeah like this movie should be destroyed it's like i don't want to say ark of the covenant that's such a dorky reference but like it's (laughs) it's that it's the ring it's the videotape from the fucking ring no nobody came out of the movie and killed me but i did want to fucking kill myself so it's pretty close yeah Yeah. is the because the important difference with this film is the fact that like you know, it's not a soulless corporate cash grab. It's not just like some boring by the numbers movie. It's not some ambitious film that failed to do what no. it was setting out to do. It's not a film hindered by like any restrictions or anything. It's a film that from its outset is like rotten to its core and comes at the other end just as rotten as it started it starts so bad and it only gets worse there's not a scene in the movie that was better than the one previously and the first scene in the movie was maybe the worst scene i've ever Mm. seen in any movie it's it's like i I can barely look at the screen (laughs) it's like there's a network of people allowing kevin smith to do whatever he wants with no second guessing or judgment and he doesn't try to it's fucking sort of do like, anything like he has no <laughs> there's <it's>, no <laughs> creative drive that's enabled by that immense freedom it's just pure yeah. it's just pure self-loathing drivel like he mm-hmm. hates himself you yeah. would have to hate yourself to devote the time and energy to making this exist in the world it's sort of like the ring of elites um, that are involved in the Epstein scandal, where there is like a linchpin that is Kevin, but then there's all these people around him helping these things, giving him money to make it happen, that are inextricably 
involved in this process and all need to go down. <laughs> but I know in my heart, I know in my heart it's never going to happen. And that's the worst part. They're, they're all going to get away with that. There's no justice. <laughs> this is all, it's almost making me rethink Pizzagate because like it, 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 thinking about how like those Pizzagate people get their like uh, m- minds scrambled around by some weird art thing like the Marina what's her name fucking spirit cooking thing you know oh yeah yeah. as if it's something so grotesque that some sinister elite force would want it in the world just to confuse (laughs) and upset and distract us and demoralize us you know like it's all like it's some like it's some tiny little branch of some you're about to say satanic and that's exactly right (laughs) only satan could put something out (laughs) in the world yes this year jesus did not come out of the tomb (laughs) satan this is satanic and not in a good way not Not in a cool not not in a cool way is what i mean yeah okay Uh, this is back to the plot actually it's a good segue satanism yeah we should pick apart some details (laughs) because that'll be a little bit more lighthearted than the big picture stuff (laughs) yeah so they're working at, you know, the Canadian Quickie Mart. Quick a hot stop. boy comes in. What? A, you're right. I hate this. <laughs> all of the people in the movie. First of all, I, I didn't double check this, but I'm pretty sure there's not a single Canadian actor in the movie. I certainly didn't see one. <laughs> and I think I, mean, I would know. You don't expect a black actor to be in a movie with blackface in it. So it, it kind of makes <laughs> They're sense. They're all Americans putting on a uh, maple face. <laughs> that sounds awful the voice yeah. the fucking Canadian voice sucks so much and it's like everybody in this movie has to do it and it's yeah. awful there's three versions of it there's people that don't do it at all which is the correct choice uh, yes. there's people typically the main cast members that only do it on like the certain words that yeah. Canadians are known for like a boot mm-hmm. other stuff like that and then there are people that do the worst Canadian accent, an accent so bad, it can't even be considered an accent. It's more like a specifically hateful way of speaking to somebody. <laughs> it, it's it's a parody of a parody because Kevin's like exposure to this these Canadian jokes is through other movies that already yeah. did these lame jokes 30 fucking years ago. Like the fucking Mackenzie brothers from SCTV and like uh, the yeah. Michael Moore movie, Canadian Bacon. These are just like shadows of relics of jokes from years and years mm. ago. And Kevin is doing this uh, this ridiculously over-the-top parody of something that was already an artificial parody to begin with. And he doesn't even realize that because he doesn't... He has no connection to the fucking re- real world. He doesn't, like, a- a- everything is just some fucking hollow reference to some other shitty fucking movie. Like, he doesn't even remember where it came from. It's just like, oh, that's the Canada joke. Like, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, God, fucking, I'm getting it's angry so again. Bad. <laughs> so, uh, as the Canadi- Canadian um, yes, correspondent on, on this show, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say a couple things. Um, first off, is that, yeah, like, Kevin's obviously just doing jokes that he heard on Bob and Doug McKenzie, but, like, the thing about Bob and Doug McKenzie is, and I think maybe a lot of Americans don't get this, I don't know, that, like, Bob and Doug McKenzie are doing jokes that were old 
at the time for the most part like they are kind of self-aware they're not really doing um like trailer park boys i think is the most accurate and like honest satire parody of canadian attitudes i've seen bob and doug mckenzie is like already kind of a parody of parodies um and then kevin smith takes it that like one extra abstract and it just doesn't even make sense anymore like it doesn't even work yeah, and this is supposed to be like Winnipeg. Like they're not even yeah. like out they're not even like out in the country or like up north no. where like there might be people who sort of talk funny like that. Like fucking people from Winnipeg sound normal, dude. It's a it's a <laughs> it's a big major metropolitan area. Like Yeah, and <laughs> the accents he's doing are not good. They're not funny. They're not even like So not funny. It's so, he thinks the Canadian shit is so self-evidently funny. And then the other thing is Nazis. He thinks that the concept of Nazis is just funny on its face. And he doesn't even need to add jokes to it to like, he just thinks Nazis and Canada are hilarious. And what if you combine them? There's a long flashback scene of a Canadian Nazi just like, you know, spewing hate on the streets. And there's not a joke in it. There's not yeah. a joke. Yeah. joke. He, here's the biggest it's joke in it. A guy, nuts, yeah. a guy walks by who's like an obvious Jew. He has the orthodox uh, curls or whatever. Best joke in the movie. And he sees the the Nazi guy preaching hate, and he does, and he like does this big mugging face. He's like, yeah. oh no, I'm a Jew. I gotta get out of here. Why is that funny, dude? You're invoking oh. the you're invoking the fucking <laughs> Holocaust. And there's like no, there's like no joke in that scene. It's just like, <laughs> he, just, he just thinks oh, it's funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, you think, remember Nazis? What if Nazis were Canadian? And this guy is just preaching yeah. Nazism, but he has like kind of a funny voice because he's Canadian, I guess. And then there's a Jew there and he's like, dope. Like what? What the fuck is the joke? When the Jewish guys showed up, though, that that was the funniest moment in the whole movie. I didn't laugh out loud, but uh, yeah, when the Nazi was speaking, and then the Jewish guy went, Ooh. I was like, "That's a Jew." That was fucking. <laughs> that was fucking bleak to me. Like, I guess that's all the joke was. It was just like a Nazi's giving a speech, and like, oh. There's, there's a Jewish guy there. Whoop, what a place to be. Wrong place, he wrong so time. He so doesn't understand comedy. He doesn't understand how to construct a joke. It's like going back to the, uh, the gay joke thing. Oh, yeah. Very he similar. Do, it's like he doesn't understand that to make a joke about gay people or about Nazis or about Jews, you have to, like, construct a, like, A plus B equals C. There needs to be, like, a beginning and end. Like, it needs to... You have to know what you're doing. You can't just be like, this is the thing. (laughs) Here's a thing that's, like, different. Look, it's a a different. It's other than me. Isn't that funny? No, it's not funny. You haven't made a joke. (laughs) The the other thing I want to say about the Canadian stuff is that... um, I find it so strange and at the same time so believable that that Kevin would have this three movie like Canadian horror film series lined up and then not only have obviously not planned it, not conceptualized it well, and then also having given up on it. Um, but like he doesn't use Canada in any funny or like creative or even really significant ways most of the time like tusk could have been set anywhere and yoga hosers is only in canada so they can do like canada jokes 
which are all really no uninspired, reason, yeah. uh, are all are all really really uninspired jokes. So it's like, why did why did you even bother with it? I think the core of it is that Kevin was in that headspace, and let's be real, probably still is, where he's like, oh, it's so funny if like something bad were to happen in Canada, because he can't imagine that. And, yeah. And, and so I think that's the joke, but he never says that, which makes me feel that it's not the joke because if it was the joke we would know you know <laughs> what i mean oh sorry that was the other um the other thing i wanted to say with the candace stuff is that it's also very weird that kevin would release a movie where like nazis are kind of the punchline where canadian nazis are the punchline in fucking i think it was 2016 when it came out you know, with, God. like, the Trump election and all the white supremacist shit and, like, actual Nazis coming out. And, like, Canada at the time was having a bit of a right-wing resurgence, like, a bit of a Nazi scare. So it's <laughs> super weird that um, Kevin uh. would release a film where the crux of the whole joke is that, like, wouldn't Canadian Nazis be funny? And I'm like... No, I, I've seen posters for them in my city. They're really not funny. I'm like right. pretty scared of them. <laughs> right, but Jesus. he has, I mean, I, I would guess the the process of this movie probably started in like maybe 2014, if not earlier. And uh, Kevin Smith was h- hardly aware of anything going on in politics, especially in Canada. Uh, and it, this was well before like it started to become like a popular media narrative that there was like a resurgence of the far right or whatever. And to most people who don't pay much attention or whatever, Nazis are just a thing from history. And it's a, they're from uh, Indiana Jones. It's something very specific to Germany, which is also funny because really bad fake (laughs) German accents are also a laugh riot. Uh, But, but, and it's like, it's from Germany and it's old. It's like old enough to be a joke, even though I know it was bad. Uh-huh. It was a long time ago, so it's funny. So it's a funny <laughs> idea for a threat. And I'm sure the idea of there being Nazis in Canada is was purely a joke to him. And he had no idea if there was that there was any kind of ascendant right wing movement there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and of course, he's not going to like look into it at all. Canada's a silly place. Can you imagine Canada? if they had Nazis there? That'd be wacky. <laughs> uh, Rose, oh I, I need one more uh, little favor from you. Can you please oh, yeah? pronounce this word for me? Spelled A-B-O-U-T. Uh, about? Yeah, okay. Like, about? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're fine. I'm not, it's not like, I'm not like testing you. I just wanted to hear your natural pronunciation of it. Oh, jeez. I don't know what you're talking about, eh? Like, the the about thing is the worst fucking joke. It was, it was an incredibly old and bad Canada joke for decades before uh, Kevin put pen to paper on this thing. Oh, yeah. And it's like yeah. every other fucking... Sorry, boot that is like repeated. Oh. It's like the catchphrase of the In fucking In the span movie. of like three minutes, they say it like 12 times. Nobody could think that's funny. That's why I don't that's why I don't believe you, Kevin. I don't believe in this fake <laughs> little silly fun-loving pothead persona. That's why I think it's all fake. I think he's all a, a fucking phony because I know in his heart he knows that's not comedy. He knows that nobody could think that that's fucking funny. I I do also want to say that I've never heard 
term hosers like used in real life even take off i haven't really heard uh very much that's also a, a mckenzie brothers thing yeah these are all mckenzie brothers things and like i assume some places probably do say them but i've never encountered it it's mainly like a meta thing it was probably something that those guys heard growing up you know, like a long time ago in like rural areas or something. Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I like, I'll bring up again, but the show that to me like captures what the Canada I know is, it's Trailer Park Boys, especially well, that course. first season. The way that they talk on there, like that's, like that's Canada to me right. more than anything. And that's, well, that's also the exact place you're from. You grew that's up also in the place that, you grew I'm up from. in that yeah. exact same trailer park that the um, show takes place <laughs> the in. The ex- exact same one up with the bubbles. <laughs> um, but, al- but also, um, recently, I'm not as big of a fan of this show, but like Letterkenny, I also yeah, think yeah. is like, it, yeah. it's not my favorite show, but I think it does capture like a certain sound of like Canadian speaking. I've seen Letterkenny and I've actually spent a little time in, in rural Ontario and mm. it did feel very much like what I remember. Although yeah, I mean, it it's, comes from a real place. Yeah. It's very clearly heightened and over the top to the point that it's ridiculous and not like real life at all. But like mm. I can, I, I can identify the like sort of cultural things that they're referring to. It's clearly made by someone who's from there and knows the culture there yeah whereas kevin obviously did no research did not get involved in the culture uh i would say yoga hosers is kevin's um the love guru and he but he knows he knows oh that nobody God. he knows that nobody says a boot right he's yeah. got a he watches yeah. fucking degrassi you know he's mm-hmm. met canadian people he's been to canada like he know he knows that that's not something that people say but it's just the sound of it is so hilarious to him and it when it, it's and it's fucking insane it's it's fucking mental like i, I it's his he his mind is not human he's like an alien or some sort of demon <laughs> I think I think so that people sort of get an idea of what we're talking about with the Nazi stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I definitely have stuff to say about this. <laughs> Sorry yeah. if I'm holding it up. No, it's fine. It <laughs> doesn't fuck, dude. It doesn't fucking. <laughs> the Bratsies. We got to talk about the Bratsies. Yeah. So basically, there's like a bunch of Bratsies, which are <laughs> tiny little Nazis, maybe about six inches high, and they're made of bratwurst. They're little sausage monsters. Yeah, they're little sausage they're monsters. They're played by uh, Kevin. Real small. Every one of the Bratsies That was him, is, eh? Oh yeah, it's, it's Kevin Smith. Shirt. It's Kevin Smith with a Hitler mustache as a little sausage monster guy wearing one of those pointy German helmets, which are from World War One, by the way. The Nazis didn't yeah, wear those. Yeah, uh, Kaiser, but, but who, Kaiser helmets. Yeah, but who the fuck cares? And but also he's they're wearing little mounty uniforms, right? Like why would they? Yeah, yeah. They're they're Nazis, but they're also Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. They're Nazis. wearing the mounty uniforms because they got them from the the Quick Stop, the A to Z. The only thing the only thing Nazi about them is that they have the Hitler mustaches. They've got the Kaiser the era uh, officer helmets. And the only reason they have those is because they're pointy so people can get poked in the butt and stuff. And that's funny. 
But like, yeah. it has nothing to do with Nazi. Trev, sorry, I gotta say this before I move please, on. Please, please go ahead. <laughs> well, Kevin got one thing right. In Canada, the fascists do wear mounted uniforms. Oh, oh, oh shit! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go refill my drink. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I'm leaving. I must be on my way. The time is drawing. Okay, I'm back. Okay, so, the, so wait, so these little uh, phallic sausage monsters, all played yeah. by Kevin himself, that like to crawl up people's butts to kill it's them. So right? Freudian. And, so Freudian. And, and very much. at least two of them, by my count, are crushed to death by his own teenage daughter's butt. Right. <laughs> Yes, and so several Kevin, more by really? other appendages. So uh, Kevin yep. in this movie has himself as a little sausage monster being crushed by his 16-year-old daughter's ass. Like, am I am I crazy for thinking there's some fucked up Freudian shit happening here? Like, am no, I, am I, I reading too much into no, this? No, no, no. I think, I think that that is definitely within um, the subtext of the film. There is something going on there. That's a really fucking weird choice that he had to make deliberately. Like that didn't that didn't have to happen, but it did. Because several times, she crushes him by like stepping on him. Yeah, which is, yeah. You know that that could she be its own. Killed fetish him all thing, sorts of all sorts that's, of that's funny its ways. Own fetish, for yeah, sure. yeah. I mean the whole crushing thing. But. Well, yeah, it's a very like so. He's a tiny little monster. So from his perspective, his daughter is like a giantess, and she's stepping yes. on him and crushing him and killing him with her her giant ass stomping him out with her sweet little tootsies oh god I, this is so gross because as i said she Christ. was underage in this movie mm-hmm. she's like 15 or 16 i'm assuming yeah around around that age depending on when they filmed it the other girl looked younger but at the same time was like way more talented Way yeah, more. I think they're probably the same age, and they say in the movie they're fifteen and a half, so that's probably okay, yeah. about what their real age was. Mm. But Lily Lily Rose Depp also sucks yeah. at singing, though. I have to say, yeah, they have her. I think because, she was the worst, the worst singer. Yeah, well, because they have her sing a song like somewhere in the middle, where I think Harley is just singing on backup, and like Lily, Ooh. like she, it's really bad. She's like mediocre at best and and it's just like wow like you really it's embarrassing like he's embarrassing these poor girls making them do this shit i don't like it yeah that's the thing i kept thinking about watching the two of them i was like i would be fucking mortified if my dad made this movie like starring me uh, like playing with in a band with my friends. This movie is one big cringe compilation. Yeah, it's really embarrassing, and like it's a film he made for profit, like for sale. So it's available forever now. Like there's no way to take it back. And I feel like in ten years or so, like she's not gonna look back too fondly on uh, yoga hosers. I mean, by uh, now she probably hates it. For, she could have hated it at the time, but she would have That's to true. just go along and pretend and do like a full year of like fucking press about it and shit and pretend <laughs> to be psyched about it Ooh. just to keep yeah. her dad happy. Cause it's, 
I feel it's like her dad is the kid in that relationship. You know? Well, yeah, it's it's like the it's like that um, it's like any kind of parent trying to make their kid into a star. It's that classic um, beauty pageant kind of mindset where Kevin is living vicariously through his daughter now entering the movie industry. I cannot imagine having a parent like that. It would be deeply embarrassing. My God, I cannot I cannot imagine. She is such a good sport is the impression I get because I'll talk about this later, but boy, did I look at a lot of Kevin's posts about his daughter and like, I would just be fucking mortified if I were her, but like, (laughs) it really seems like she takes it all in stride. So, I mean, I guess that's been her whole life. So she's learned to, to live with that, but Jesus Christ. uh, Performances in this movie in general, uh, I will say, I think Kevin Smith's daughter was really awful. <laughs> yeah, she was bad. <laughs> not good. And, like, didn't look like a professional. Just did Just did not look ready for camera. It was like watching a home movie. Being next to uh, the Depp daughter made her look even worse. Because the Depp mm. daughter was, like, good. Not good. I mean, she was fine. Well, c- can you imagine She's what okay. the mood was like on that set? Like, do you oh think that it gosh. felt anything like a professional setting? Like, no. No, Like, I was thinking about when Johnny Depp was on the, on the couch with both of them. I'm like, I'm just watching some, like, 15-year-old girl hang out with her dad and her friend. Like, this is so awkward. And the thing is, it's compounded by the fact that every set Kevin is on is unprofessional. So it doesn't even have the skeleton of a professional set. And then you bring in two fucking 15-year-old girls that are your daughter and her friend? Yeah, of course. Good fucking God. If I were them, I'd take it about as seriously as a fucking school project, you know? Yeah. It couldn't have felt like making a real movie. Like, I'm totally just, like, projecting my own, like, emotions or whatever onto these girls here. <laughs> but I will say that, like, the impression that I got from watching the two of them, I was like, Johnny Depp's daughter looks like she wants to be an actress. And uh, Kevin Smith's daughter looks like she's doing a thing her dad asked her to. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, so I believe that uh, Johnny Depp's daughter speaks fluent French and Kevin knew that. So he had to write. So he he wrote specific scenes just to give her an excuse to speak French because that's inherently funny somehow. That was very strange. There's a scene where the joke is that she speaks to the, uh, I can't say the French Canadian word that Rose said earlier. Uh, The French Canadian (laughs) guy in French, despite Québécois. the fact that he Québécois. speaks English, uh, can't say it. Not gonna try. Uh, despite the fact that he speaks Does English, your mouth not work. Is there a problem? No, not very well. Um, have you not, not listened to any of these episodes? <laughs> I just, I, I know if I tried to say it, I'd fuck it up. And I don't, I don't want to be embarrassed on the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so there is a scene where her and uh, Harley Quinn, the two Colleen's are in a jail cell talking to Guy Lapointe. And they're speaking in English, and then out of nowhere, Lily Depp says something like, I think this would be easier if I spoke in French. There is no implication that that would be the case. And then she just starts speaking French. And then Guy Lapointe translates the French to English for Colleen, the other friend. It (laughs) makes no sense. And the joke isn't funny. 
and they they do like the 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 um edgar wright style like captions for it more like the john wick style captions but i think Mm. this was before anyway it sucks uh and it's bad and it made no sense and it wasn't funny much like everything in this movie but one thing I will say I got out of this film is that I now know that Lily Rose Depp can speak French. I didn't know that before. That, that, uh, was, now I do. that was the point. It's yeah. like, wow, look how talented these girls are. I got to yeah. show you all the talents they have. But Ooh, it's like, dude, yeah. you're making them look like shit. Don't make them be <laughs> in the this thing movie. Is, <laughs> speaking two languages is only impressive to Americans. Nobody yeah. else cares. I think I think like Johnny Depp lived in France, so she probably grew up yeah, partly in France, and that's why she speaks French. Yeah, that's true. I think did, I think he did live in France. I think he was yeah. in like, Vineyard or something. Uh, I, I just want to uh, mention uh, a tweet that is sort of relevant, not to get ahead of ourselves, <laughs> but um, this is a tweet of his that I found when I was searching through his uh, post history, where he's. Uh, He's quote tweeting something where it's like, what should we ask the awesome Kevin Smith and Harley Quinn, blah, blah, blah. And he said, ask Harley if having her dad cast her in a movie like Yoga Hosers is tantamount to some kind of child abuse. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's oh. like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Kevin. Don't now, know. now that you mention it's it, weird. it is a little it is a little bit weird to put your daughter in a weird fucking movie like that i'll say i want to see the contracts i want to see how much she was paid i want to see what the stipulations were some sort of deal with the devil i'm sure they were signed in blood (laughs) she she got a free trip to fucking north carolina or wherever they filmed this piece (laughs) of shit that's worth it uh it's it's probably la because they probably had to film it all in johnny depp's backyard like they did with tusk (laughs) so a couple things I hated about the movie in no particular order. <laughs> um, so a couple things. Just a couple things. There's a scene at the end where they keep cutting away and back to Johnny Depp. And every time they do that, his moles are, you know, the fake prosthetic moles are raised, arranged in a different pattern on his face. Um, I didn't even notice that. I didn't I- notice that either, but that's an old joke. I was having trouble really looking at the screen by that point. Yeah, same. I gotta say, I was tweeting a lot during the movie. <laughs> One of the jokes with the Bratsies is that they're filled with sauerkraut. That's stupid. Just make them bratwurst. Bratwursts aren't filled with sauerkraut. Yeah, why are they? Um, <laughs> what else? Um, a very long extended joke throughout the movie that they're yogi their yoga instructor oh is god yeah. yogi Bayer, played by played by justin justin played long, by justin justin long. long. Uh, and they keep making a joke about him getting calls about copyright infringement that's, that's stupid. fucking stupid why would it. you think that that's a joke it's not a joke he's a yogi and his last name is bear so it's yogi bear and he's yeah. like doesn't understand why warner brothers keeps calling him up and threatening to sue him like he's never it heard sucks. of fucking yogi bear it's bad the guy from epic mealtime is in this movie again yeah that sucks. again <laughs> he should i be think killed. we forgot to mention that last time but the epic mealtime guy was in tusk and yeah. now he's in this movie for some reason i'll say having youtubers in your movie that's pretty nope. low pretty not low not a good sign rate. especially youtubers that are famous for saying things like gay bacon strips yeah <laughs> yeah his thing Which, is you know, like eating there was also a completely pointless cameo by kevin conroy known as the voice of batman on batman the animated was series. that the guy at the end no, no 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 it's somewhere near the beginning he shows up with a kid and asks for a pack of smokes 
and they give oh, him the wrong right. kind of smokes and he gets upset about it and the kid's oh, name yeah. is Robin and he's like come on Robin and then a little Batman sound like music plays and it's like mm. I did not catch that I did not catch that either the joke is that he's Batman mm. <laughs> pretty funny it's such a such a fucking stupid re- just an excuse for Kevin to have like a guy that he wanted to meet fly out to the oh, set yeah. so he could be like hey Hey, I love your cartoon. Thanks for being in my movie for no reason. It's just like Mark Hamill and uh, and Jane yes. and Bob. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is, wa- is still insane. That Mark Hamill and it's Carrie cra- Fisher and Carrie movie. Fisher. That's crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, I want I want to mention um, if that was intentional. If he was doing the the moving around the mall gag intentionally as a joke and not as a fuck. Up, it had to have been absolutely yeah. If it, if it was a joke, then he definitely stole it from a movie that I love, um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, which I would recommend to everybody. Because <laughs> there's an ongoing thing in that movie where the king has a mole on his face and it keeps moving and people don't mention it because he's the king. Uh, and oh. then near the end, uh, someone asks him if he used to be on the other side of his face. And then he leans in and he goes, I have a mole? And it's like, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's a great punchline. Um, this movie, I did not notice it. <laughs> Everything in this movie is stolen from somewhere, whether he realizes it or not. Even the fucking, the title that the whole thing is based around is a fucking stupid thing that his shitty friend said on his stupid podcast. <laughs> Wasn't even his fucking terrible idea. Mm. It was something someone else said that only he thought was funny. What else did I really hate about this movie? I got to talk about the Nazi guy played by. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, we don't need to explain how we get there. It's it's, yeah, ridic- no. it's stupid. To- oh, we didn't, we didn't even mention that those cute boys were like Satanists or something, but oh, that's right. barely it doesn't fucking matter. It- there, there is a funny thing that I noticed <sighs> where like the, the main cute boy was really interested in the one played by Kevin's daughter. And not, uh, <laughs> not the other, the other girl. <laughs> I think that was an interesting choice. But of course, they were Satanists <laughs> or something that wanted to kill them. But then they got killed by the Bratsies climbing up their assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, a bunch of stupid crap happens, and they end up in the lair of like an unfrozen German Nazi guy, and mm-hmm. and it's played by um, Kevin's friend Ralph Garman that he does podcasts with, and oh, that's I good. guess. And I think Kevin Smith thinks that Ralph Garman's like really good at voices and impressions. So oh, he's yeah. like, what the hell was up? with? What that? if I wrote a whole long scene of him just talking and he keeps changing to different shitty impressions? Because yeah, first this... off, he's doing this terrible German accent. And then he's like, then he switches to a really, really bad Al Pacino impression that sounded it's, nothing it's like, not, fu- he sounded nothing like Al Pacino. It's not yeah. that bad for like a guy doing it at a party. You can see kind of how it's Al Pacino. You, no, it, it's really, no, it's it, not like it's bad. the worst thing I've ever he heard. He had one. It's not like his, intentionally bad. His Stallone was good. His Stallone impression was decent. Stallone was good. Uh, he's doing like a lot of talking, like... These are like impressions no that are designed for like quick sound bites, you know, like oh. a hoo But like Kevin has him deliver those like long monologues doing these shitty oh. impressions and they completely fall apart. It And like, and it's not fucking funny. Why is this? The silly Nazi guy is just doing all these impressions. He does Arnold Schwarzenegger and that's really bad. Really like, bad. 
Uh, it's it's just... very similar to the scene where Tracy Morgan just does a bunch of like bits uh, and cop out. Like he just does a bunch of movie yeah. references. Very similar. He just wrote that as a showcase for his friend to do all the impressions that he can do. Mm-hmm. Like that's how fucking shallow and stupid uh, everything about this movie conceptually is. Yeah, because that scene more than almost anything else I've seen in any film is a scene of a guy being like, dude, my friend is so fucking funny. You have to see. This is the funniest <laughs> shit you, you're ever going to see like at a party. And then you have to watch his friend do like 10 shitty impressions in a row that go on for way, way too long. Way too long. Yeah, and it sucks. And none of the stuff he says is funny. <laughs> Mm. It's all like, wow, what if a Nazi, like, w- watched TV and read Us magazine, like, did all these yeah. weird things you wouldn't expect a Nazi to do? Yeah, the joke is like, um, is like, what if, what if a Nazi was into movies? <laughs> I think that's really the whole concept is like, hey, what if a Nazi watched The Terminator? Like, wouldn't that be funny? And like, no, I don't, I don't think it would be, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the joke there. He has this like ridiculously over the top stupid scenario, but even with it, with all this like crazy crap, like about the movie, like he manages to find the most lifeless, least fun, worst, most agonizing, like uh, jokes within it. Like he mm-hmm. can't find like, any kind of funny or interesting angle on any of this weird bullshit that he made this movie about inexplicably. Like, yeah, some somehow isn't able to get like a good joke or concept out of the idea of like a Nazi being trapped underground in the modern era and watching all of her movies and stuff. I'm like, come on, Kevin, there's gotta be something there that you could do. One thing. Be something That's all funny. you need. There are so many shows and movies that have done stories of people being like separated from society for a long time and then doing something funny. Like now you've got a Nazi too. Like you can do something with that, Kevin. Right? There isn't no. even like a, a shred. <laughs> there isn't even like a shred of that element that was in Tusk, where like the mm-hmm. movie started to take itself seriously at certain yeah. points. Like th- there was, he just had this comedy Nazi didn't. Uh, made no made no attempt to like invest it with any uh kind of like gravity you know and it's like honestly you could i mean it's stupid to try to like punch up this thing because it's just a fundamentally (laughs) yeah uh, yeah cursed piece of shit but it's like (laughs) kevin doesn't realize that you could actually make a funnier thing if you took it more seriously yeah like part of the reason it's so unfunny is because it's there's no commitment to any of it like yeah the the idea of this nazi living underground under this convenience store or, or whatever the fuck was supposed to be happening there if he took that a little bit seriously there might actually be some humor in it it's just crap it's just so fucking offensive to my every sensibility, it's a massive fucking insult. I, I can't express how much I hate this fucking movie. It's, Folks, it's there's nothing good about it. This is th- this one's a stinker. Uh, do not <laughs> do not rush out and watch uh, and watch Yoga Hosers. Kevin Kevin hates you and he wants you to suffer. 
there's nothing redeemable about this man. He's going to hell. He's already in hell. He was born in hell and he'll never fucking leave hell. I don't know if he hates us. I think this is a byproduct yes, of Kevin does. hating God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kevin hates God and we are simply collateral damage. He hates God. He hates himself. He hates the world. And the... And, uh, That's how you end up with a film like Yoga Hosers. There's no other way. And he clings like desperately to this affection that he has for his daughter as though she's like the one kind of redeeming thing about him and his life. Like he's, I feel like he's such a sad, desperate, empty man that like the way he obsesses (laughs) over his own daughter on social media is just a product of how fucking hollow and dead he is inside that like it, it, it's it's the only kind of emotion that he can express is just loving his daughter and <laughs> and I don't even know if I believe him I have a hard I, time I believing that. that this man is capable of love <laughs> <laughs> he's a hateful uh. ugly creature <laughs> Uh, I was wondering, like, with Kevin getting to horror movies or whatever, I find it weird that he wouldn't just, I don't know, just, like, do a typical slasher B-movie or something. His main thing seems to be writing um, relationships between pe- dumb people in their early 20s. That's the oh, setup so for, like, right. almost, like, any shitty uh, slasher horror film. Why not just send... Uh, not the clerk's characters, but like a similar gang of characters to the woods, and just like I don't know, have a little bit of fun with it. Here, here's why he kind of took a stab at doing horror. He like hinted at it just a bit in a very like cowardly, non-committal way, and he wasn't immediately inundated with a flood of critical praise. That like, wow, Kevin Smith directing a horror movie is the best thing I've ever seen. He's the greatest yeah. horror director of all time. And he fucking chickened out and backed out and acted like it was always a joke and he was never serious <laughs> about making horror movies. Yeah. Because, and- like, Vera said it last week. He just doesn't fucking believe in himself. And he shouldn't. Yeah. But, but it's like, like <laughs> it, 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 the, 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 the fact that he isn't immediately overwhelmed with praise for trying to do something slightly different, it's like, oh, yeah, just kidding. I wasn't really making a horror movie. See, it's all a big joke. You know, yeah. and you compare that to a filmmaker like um, the best example thing is um, Jordan Peele uh, going for doing Key and Peele stuff. And when he decided to do Get Out, I mean, he took it 100 percent seriously. He played that film so straight and the film does have comedy in it, um, but he really went for it. He really devoted himself to this concept. And it's fantastic. Like, I love that film. And then with uh, it is like distinctly a Jordan Peele movie, yeah. too. And like you can we'll, tell just with the two of them. Yeah. He's a creative person and he believes in what he's doing. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to say like it's that simple because it's not simple to make a great movie, but it's like, no, you just have to, you have to have something that you believe in and have some confidence in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and the chops to execute it too. Cause I think like part of what made Jordan Peele's horror interesting is that I think it still comes from comedy timing and like comedy sense of characters and stuff like that. 
But I was going to say that, like, when Jordan Peele followed up his film uh, with uh, Us, like, he doubled down on all the most difficult, horrific aspects of his yeah. previous film. Like, he didn't chicken out at all. He just went for it. Um, and that's, like, that's so admirable in my mind. Yeah, I mean, Get Out is uh, structured very much like sketch comedy. In yeah, a way. yeah. It kind of has, like, a long buildup and, like... Uh, in a sort of like release and, it, yeah. and it's like yeah. he's cl- he's clearly like that's sort of like the structure that he's used to writing in but also mm-hmm. on key and peel a lot of their stuff was about um uh kind of uh you know doing homage to genre in like in you know oh, it, like it, in really sort of like it, it, it really sort of like investing in it rather than like mm. what kevin smith does where it's like mm. He sort of wants to imitate shit, but doesn't really have any commitment to like yeah. <laughs> to make and it happen. To to give a little bit of credit, I will say that in Tusk, I think he was attempting to do something similar, where he was trying to um, take his weird rambly way of writing and try and find um, a way to do that in like a horror genre film. So doing that with like the story uh, that the guy is telling. Uh, and all that stuff and and just like the weird conversations they have and I think that's some of the best stuff in the film um this one I mean my god it's just like the only Kevin Smith thing about it is the fact that it stars everyone that he knows and it makes a lot of really shitty pop culture references but uh I mean if it barely feels like this film was written at all uh it's well, it's there's not even a skeleton of a story here well, yeah, like in Tusk, he really sabotages himself like mm. about halfway through the movie. And oh, absolutely. In, and like, but if you cut out that part of Tusk where it like yeah. nosedives and use that as a starting point for something that just sinks lower and lower and lower, mm. that's like what Yoga Hosers is. He doesn't even try to start at any kind of legitimate place. It starts off like as shitty as he could start and just just digs itself deeper into shit <laughs> and uh and with tusk like we were saying that by far the worst part of that film is johnny depp oh, and yeah. what do you know with the follow-up film yoga hosers johnny depp is in this a lot in a much a, bigger like, role way more than i expected i was surprised yeah. that kevin got johnny depp to hang around that much i assume it's just because his daughter was there. Yeah, because his like, daughter was there. That's the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's a travesty. I mean, <laughs> it, it's. I feel like for Johnny Depp, it's like he's doing this out of some kind of social pressure, you know? Because because <laughs> yeah. Johnny Depp would never hang out with Kevin Smith. Like I find it of weird own, to imagine them hanging but out. Their daughters are friends, so it's like you kind of have to tolerate this person because oh like, yeah, your da- if your daughters are best <laughs> friends, you kind of have to know each other. Yeah, and then like they, they both work in the movie <laughs> industry, and Kevin sort of roped his daughter's friend, who's Johnny Depp's daughter, into this thing, and by extension, roped Johnny into it, and like. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of has to just play along and be nice about it uh, because like, yeah. they're kids and they're friends. And it's like, I love, that. you know how, like when you're a kid, when you're a kid, you ask like your friend, like, Hey, ask your mom if I can stay over. <laughs> yeah. Kevin yeah. asked his daughter yeah. to ask her friend if her dad would be in his movie. Yes. Yeah. As a grown man. Yeah. I really, fe- I, I really, 
it 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 really feels like Kevin's daughter is the one appeasing him and not the other way around. Like <laughs> Kevin Kevin it's like Kevin is like a guy that thinks he's like putting on a fun birthday party or whatever for his daughter, but his daughter is actually like just doing it to make him happy. And yeah, he's the he's the one that gets to blow out the candles and make a wish and shit. And his daughter yeah. is just like, Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm proud of him. Like whatever, he's my dad. <laughs> God, I would kill to see Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith hang out backstage. Uh, just like imagine? Johnny Depp tapping his knee and just looking around awkwardly, trying not to oh. make conversation. So uh, I just want to point out a few more of the cast members that you will see in Yoga Hosers. Um, oh my God, sorry. I was just scrolling down on the Wikipedia page. Uh, the budget for this film is five million dollars yeah. the box office return for this film is thirty eight thousand dollars ouch whoa i think That's that might rough. have i think that might have something to do with why moose jaws never got made yeah yikes wow okay sorry and, i wasn't expecting it, that i just stumbled upon that it, um, sa- it says so, at the end of the credits, the Colleen's will return in Moose Jaws. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. So I want to list out some of the cast members of this film. Uh, this film, which looks like, I mean, it looks like the studio that made Friday made it. Like, it's so, so bad. <laughs> um, so obviously you have Lily Rose Depp and Harley Quinn Smith, two beloved Hollywood starlets. Um, they have Johnny Depp, Justin Long, you have uh, Tony Hale, Buster from Arrested Development. Yep. Natasha Leone is in this. <laughs> she does like, um, she does the same as everyone. She does a shitty Canadian accent. And she's only in it for like five minutes or something. I was so confused why she was cast. Uh, and then, of course, Jennifer Schwalbach, Kevin Smith's wife, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith's, Kevin Conroy, and it wouldn't be a Kevin Smith film without Stan Lee makes oh, what that's must right. be his like final appearance in a film or something. Like I could not believe he was still alive uh, when Yoga Hosers was being filmed. The Canadian nine one one operator, and he answered yeah. nine one nine one one a. I'm looking up now to see like what the last thing he appeared in was because it was one of it was one of the Marvel movies because he filmed a bunch of those in advance of his death (laughs) so they came out posthumously. That's so fucking grim and so it's so grim. It might have been Captain Marvel actually, the one that Kevin Smith cried about. I think I think that is the last movie he was in. That that was definitely after he died. (sighs) Like, how atrocious is it? Like, okay, on on the first level, it is so disturbing to imagine, like, the Mar- the uh, Disney execs coming in and, like, asking Stan Lee to film all these scenes for movies that'll come out after he's dead. Like, that's so grim, just to start off. Stan Lee barely knew what was going on, and they brought him onto <laughs> a green screen and was just like, okay, do this position, say this. Like, he doesn't know. It's like... We're just going to get a bunch of footage we can use for later. Yeah. And then they could cobble that into some cameos. 
But but then imagine that's the other part. Imagine the filmmakers later who are writing like Doctor Strange three or whatever, and the marketing execs come in and they're like, okay. These are the Stanley scenes we have left. You can choose from one of these. <laughs> oh, have, that is grim. You can have I mean, Stanley as nine one one operator. You can have Stanley as a guy going, "Watch out!" on the sidewalk. Oh yeah. no! I mean, we'll see like a CGI Stanley as like a Guardians of the Galaxy uh background character oh definitely yeah they'll go to like a hologram bar or something (laughs) (laughs) and stanley will be there they already did that in star wars with like peter cushing and carrie fisher so like i don't see why they wouldn't do a fake stan lee also i forgot they resurrected uh most of the characters in the movies are already cgi so why not have a cgi stand in there they're gonna start like like uh, with the, what they were doing with Tupac, doing like hologram oh shows of him at cons. A, a hologram meet and greet. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's bone chilling to think about. Maybe, maybe the world we live in just deserved this movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't agree. <laughs> I I think uh, Kevin Smith is a misanthropic piece of shit, but it's like. It's something that's under the surface of him that he's not aware of. He's too fucking stupid to realize that the engine driving all of this, uh, the thing that reached its its plateau w- with this awful movie, is just a fucking hatred of humanity. He despises <laughs> people and he wants them to suffer and he's making the world worse on purpose, but he doesn't even know he's doing it on purpose. Uh, so Yoga Hosers, I give it two thumbs down. Don't go see it. I have seen the face of God and he stared back with empty eye sockets because he's dead. And I know this now because of Yoga Hosers. I, I just want to repeat that I'm not being hyperbolic about anything I'm saying. This is an evil movie. It's an abomination. This is the worst movie ever made. It might be the worst thing I've seen. And I really don't want anyone really to the seek worst. it out, out of morbid curiosity. Because it's, it's really also the worst. not entertaining. It's just not enjoyable. It's the worst time I've had watching a movie. We tell you every time not to watch the movie. And it's always true. You shouldn't watch any of the, these movies. Mm-hmm. But this is really like... This is like the... Like... Fucking Werner Herzog and Grizzly Man, like telling you, like you, you must not, wa- <laughs> yeah. you must not watch this. Like, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, it's it's, too it's really it's really bad for your brain. Like, I feel like there are demons in me that I can never be cleansed of. Uh, I'm I've been changed by this movie. I'm a worse person because mm. I watched it. It's bad for I, your it's bad for your soul to watch this. I don't know if I could enter a church. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is bad because I work at one. So yeah. I think I, if I touched oh. a crucifix, my hand would burn. We we always talked about like making a sacrifice for this show, right? Like we were performing a service for the listeners, but this felt like a real spiritual real sacrifice. sacrifice. I yeah. really like lost a part of myself. Yeah, not watching this. this. Uh, I no. was I was gonna throw out. Um, I've had a little bit of a change of heart recently. 
Um, maybe because the movies have gone so much worse. I don't know. But looking back, you know, I think I didn't appreciate Jersey Girl at the time. I think my... <laughs> I think I'll lift up uh, Jersey Girl a little bit in my ranking and say, you know what, maybe that one was okay. You know, I, I see I see where you're coming from. Yeah, because, okay. I mean, especially now watching stuff like Yoga no, Hosers, no. Um, looking back at just like how pleasant and inoffensive Jersey Girl was, like I and, could like, watch cohesive. that one again. I think it. I think I could watch that one again. I don't agree with any of those adjectives about Jersey Girl, but uh, <laughs> if if we're grading on a curve and Yoga Hosers is the floor, almost That's anything, almost anything could be considered like a decent movie. But uh, Yoga Hosers is at the bottom. Clerks is at the top. I would not, put Jersey Girl not, at, near the top. It's not fair to judge movies on that scale. Like, mm, in no. a, in absence of the black hole of fucking yoga hosers, <laughs> Jersey Girl is still a terrible movie. <laughs> There's no need to try to, like, rehabilitate or, or relitigate anything from the past and be like, oh, well, maybe this piece of shit he made was actually really good because I know he could make a 100 times worse piece of shit. No, fuck him. <laughs> Nothing he's ever done was ever worthwhile. All of his works <laughs> should be destroyed and buried and forgotten and he should be erased from the fucking history books he's a scourge and a fucking pestilence fuck him forever you know when i look back at all, all the films we watched like i will say that you know okay even though right. my heart was rose warming is, a rose little is bit, just trolling me now even though my heart was warming <laughs> a little bit after yoga hosers i did have to look back and be like you know was it all worth it was clerk's worth no eventually getting yoga hosers and probably not no yes maybe maybe kevin should never have succeeded maybe Thank he you. should never make clerks Thank because you. i don't because yoga hosers is such a it's such a black hole of a film it's such a net negative for humanity for yoga hosers to exist that looking back at clerks i'm like you know, you got. If I'm being an objectivist with this, I think Yoga Hosers has caused more suffering in the world than Clerks has caused uh, pleasure. Rose, that's yeah, that's all I ever wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor has won. I. This is honestly such an emotional moment for me. I. I feel so. I feel so beaten down and and, and destroyed. But I, yeah. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. and you're giving me this cold comfort of yeah. admitting in so many words that I, Trevor, was right all along. Yeah, but I, I will say Clerks is a pretty good movie. And no, I think it's not it, good. Anyway, t moving on to Kevin's receipts. <laughs> and if you're interested in Jersey Girl, like I, I'd throw no, that one on. No, you're not interested in Jersey Girl, because no one could be interested in Jersey Girl. It's not interesting. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, like, don't watch any of the movies because there are other movies you can watch. I guess there are other movies. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I would say that if your choice was between watching this movie and never watching a movie ever again, I'd go with the second one. All the movies yeah. in the world are not worth this movie. Yeah. If like I were to compare um, Yoga Hosers to just like 
sitting in a waiting room for 90 minutes, like no phone or anything. Like the waiting room is definitely better. It's, yes. it's just like silent. Are there are there magazines? No. No. Oh. You just like have to stare at the wall. I must say it's still better. Do still they have better. one of those things for kids where you move the little loopy things around it? No, it's just like wire? you you have to sit <laughs> no entertainment, just sit there for 90 minutes. Or you can watch yoga hosers. I would still I was still waiting room. Yeah, yeah I'd still I'd still do that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yoga hosers is like it's a negative experience. It doesn't add to your life in any way. It like takes away from your life when you watch. It, it. takes away from your soul. <laughs> the most impressive thing about yoga hosers is it's like seventy five minutes long. <laughs> it feels like it's six hours. It's like Apocalypse Now Redux. <laughs> It feels excruciatingly long. Watching this is like watching um, Solaris or uh, <laughs> or 2001 or something. It feels like such a massive ordeal. Because when the boys it- got killed in the convenience store, I went, oh, thank God it's over. But there was still 30 minutes left. I couldn't believe it. It felt like a bad dream. Like that's the, yeah. it's, it's so, it's such a fucking feverish nonsense thing, but like, there's nothing, it's like, like I said, I had to keep, stop, keep, blah, I can't fucking talk right now. I'm flustered. Sorry. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> I, I had to keep taking breaks from watching it because it's like the feeling that I get when I'm having like a really like irritating dream, but I can't figure <laughs> out that it's a dream. So I don't know. I have the yeah. option of waking up. And I'm just yeah. frustrated and kind of angry. Like, that's what watching this movie yeah. feels like. Well, even, like, the imagery of it, at parts, like, when the when Kevin Smith showed up as a little sausage monster thing or whatever, um, it did remind me of, like, David Lynch. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> like, the little guy running across the floor. There's a scene pretty much like that in um, Holland Drive. So I was very weirded out by that. Also, uh, Sashir Zamata from SNL makes a brief appearance uh, just because Kevin needed a black person in the movie to do like a joke about slavery or something. So that was really funny. Also. Oh, right. Yeah, she was there. <laughs> of course, he she, couldn't call up she, any of his friends for that. And she didn't do a, a Canadian accent at all. I don't know. <laughs> I think Kevin was like too afraid to ask her to do it or something. She's she, yeah. She seems she seems fine. She, she put she, effort into what she was doing. She you know, just needs to role. be there to be like, oh, you girls are white and I'm black and slavery was bad. So oh yeah, what, God, that was such like, a fucking scene. What is where? I <laughs> uh, God, yeah, where the girls I'm, are complaining I'm, I'm dra- about I'm something. Tra- dragging us back down into it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this needs to be said because it was just baffling where the girls are complaining about something. I don't remember what it is. And then uh, she, the this lady, uh, who's a black lady, is the principal of the school that they are at, who's called like principal, Mrs. Principal Invincible. Principal Invincible. And they're complaining about something to do with the plot. And then she's like, she makes a joke about like 12 years a slave basically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, Oh, we should Tw- 12 years, a little white girl or yeah, no, it's or something like it's that. It's Whatever they were complaining with. She was a 12 and, years joke. And yeah. then she, and then she straight up says like, and 
And and that was a slavery joke, which is weird because I'm black. Yeah. And yeah. then they and then they <laughs> laugh, and then she's like, "That's not funny." And I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching? What does Kevin Smith think black people are?" It I'm was so mind-boggling. It's like Kevin Smith wrote this stuff out loud while he was really high like <laughs> into like dictate like was high and he just dictated what would happen and he's saying these lines and then didn't didn't edit it later and then forced <laughs> actors to actually say it it's such yeah. a weird bad stream of consciousness thing it's like it's like he starts to write a joke and he's accidentally just spilling his inner monologue as he writes it onto the thing like <laughs> Cause I'm black. I'm like, Kevin, pretty weird. Jesus pretty weird for me to talk about slavery pretty, since I'm black. Weird. <laughs> what are you Gosh. talking about? <laughs> oh right. boy, hated it. You know what? I didn't care for this movie. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad that we did this. That we ever started this in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Me too. It's an awful, <laughs> dreadful task that we've given ourselves. <laughs> Should we yeah, address yeah. our Kevin's receipts for this? Yeah. It's Kevin's receipts time. This all feels so trivial now after actually watching the movie. It but, really does. It really feels but, weird to go back to this. But I put some legwork into it, so I might as well report my findings here. Uh, I've... Uh, I've alluded a lot in the past to uh, the fact that I think there's something maybe a little bit weird about Kevin's relationship with his daughter, Harley Quinn Smith. <laughs> and since this is like her big star breakout starring vehicle, this seemed like it seemed like it was time for me to really dig in and do my due diligence and scour through years of his Instagram posts uh, to try to find some evidence to make my case. Uh, I had a really bad time doing that. Uh, so I was already in a terrible mood before I even started watching this movie because I'd spent <laughs> a couple hours just looking through Kevin's Instagram. And he has so many fucking pictures of his daughter and posts about his daughter. Like, but... Most of them are just like corny shit, like oh, you know, I love my I love my kid so much. I'm so proud of her. Uh, he always calls her like my spawn or my progeny ew, or something stupid like ew. that. Awful. Uh, and like, but so like, it's like none of uh, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that was really that weird. You know, it was like this is a post from his from her 19th birthday, and. Uh, Happy 19th birthday to my only begotten child, Harley Quinn Smith. First, you were a weird, wonderful infant. Then you were a terrific toddler. Blah, blah, blah. It's really long. But then, even in this, in this sincere love message about his daughter, right at the end, he says, Making you was fun, Ew. but watching you make yourself up as you go all the... Blah, 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 blah. So, Ew. even in his sincere love message like to that. his daughter, he can't resist mentioning, Oh, and by the way, I fucked your mom. Yeah. He has gross. to throw in a gross little reference, you know, and it's a sly one. It's not like yeah. real explicit, but it's like he can't it's fucking resist bad. it. He has to be, he has to find a way to remind the world that he, you know, fucks his wife. Um, but friggin' wife. So like, look, 
let's just give the background. So Harley Quinn Smith is the only daughter, the only child of of Kevin and Jennifer Schwalbach Smith. Obviously, she's named after Harley Quinn, the uh, sexy uh, domestic abuse victim from <laughs> Batman. And like, yes, yeah. It's it's weird at the outset that he chose to name his daughter after like a sort of famously a a comic book character that people are famously horny for, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, when Harley Quinn was introduced in 1992 in Batman the animated series, Kevin was a fully grown adult. So it's like. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's 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 a great show. I still enjoy it as an adult. Uh-huh. But it's like, it's not even it's not even like it's something that he has attachment to from his childhood or whatever. It's like a rec- It was like a recent new thing, like for kids, you know. And it was like a very like sexual character. It's weird. Incidentally, one of the things yeah. I found was a video where he's talking about the story behind her name, and he says. He says that it was his wife's idea. And I don't fucking believe Aww. him because he loves to fucking blame shit on his wife. Just like with that <laughs> post, just like how he said that awful post was actually his wife and he didn't do it. For all we know, she did. We don't have any no. evidence to the contrary. And we will I have my truth. Kevin. I know what's in my heart. And in my heart, I know Kevin wrote that fucking post and he lied and threw his wife under the bus. Yeah, honestly, I agree too. He he definitely, definitely wrote that post. But anyway, and he, because... and he definitely named his daughter Harley Quinn. Come on, yeah. he definitely did. Yeah, that was all him. But anyway, because of that and because of the fact that because of the weird stuff in this movie with him getting crushed to death by his own daughter's butt... <laughs> <laughs> I had this idea in my head that his th- there's something not quite right uh, about <laughs> the way he relates to his daughter. And like I said, I scrolled through a bunch of these posts of his daughter and most of them are relatively innocent by Kevin's standards. But I just flagged a few where he says things that are a little bit weird that I maybe wouldn't <laughs> say about my daughter if I were him. Uh there's no need to really link these because the picture isn't important. It's usually just a picture of him with his daughter. And and the caption on this one is, My dickless twin. Ew. Okay. Wait, he what said that the fuck? Daughter? Yeah, that's how the caption starts. My dickless twin. I really twin. don't like this like obsession wi- with genitalia. Yeah, and maybe just put that away when you're talking about oh, your fucking one daughter. One second, dude. My dickless twin awaiting paternity test results. Okay, so he comes back to this joke a lot. He likes to, like, make this implication that she's not really his natural daughter because I think the idea is that he's, like, an ugly slob, but she's, like, a beautiful young lady. (laughs) So he couldn't... uh, I I started laughing because I thought you were going to say that. I think the reason is because he's a cuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah... Well, honestly, like I've looking through this, I've seen a lot of like the comments on it and like a lot of people uh, comment that she kind of sort of looks more like Jason Mewes (laughs) than she does like Kevin. 
No, she does. <laughs> yeah, Wait yeah, a second. She does. And apparently in the one remaining movie we haven't watched yet, uh, she plays Jay's oh daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, he likes to make this joke a lot, and I've never seen him exactly spell it out. He always just says something about need to get a paternity test. So when he calls her my dickless twin... I think the twin thing is a joke about how he doesn't really think yeah. they look alike. And he's saying, and that's why he says the paternity uh. test thing, because they're not really twins. And it's like a joke about him suspecting that she has a different father because she's that's too so pretty to be weird. his daughter. That's what I think okay. he's doing. And he's saying that while also calling her dickless, which is, there's no need there's absolutely no need to say that. About you know, when, when Catholics get to a certain age, like the sexual pathologies have become so deeply intertwined. There's just like, there's no way to untangle them. You can like only observe and, and take it in. Kevin's going to be this way for the rest of his life. I will say that when you search Jason Mew's daughter, because I wanted to see what she looks like in comparison to Harley Quinn Smith, the first name that pops up is Harley Quinn Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to look like one of... I think there might be a little mini... That uh, so funny. What's her name? Wait, who's, who's the Kardashian daughter that people think is actually OJ's daughter? Oh, I don't know. Is it know. Chloe? One of those Kardashians kind of looks different, and people have said that it's OJ Simpson's daughter. Sure, I'll believe that. I, I don't know anything. I'll believe it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a little minor Jason Muse is actually Harley's. <laughs> and honestly, thinking about it now, if Kevin has actually been in a cuck and bull relationship with Jason Muse and his wife all this time, that actually makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm gonna say it's it's a lot it's a lot cooler than whatever <laughs> else he's been doing. It's it's really believable and like all those posts where he's talking about fucking his wife and this and that. It's actually him watching Jason. <laughs> yeah, every Bruce time it, it ha it's it's supposed oh to be in God. quotes like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go home and quote unquote fuck my wife i don't want to laugh about it because <laughs> if that's actually what he's into you know that's fine <laughs> not, but like, not king shaming here but it would also be very funny it 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 may it makes so much sense and he also talks about jerking off so much wait harley quinn smith was in once upon a time <laughs> in hollywood yeah she played oh, like, one of the manson girls that that's right sense. what yeah the he fuck? has a whole bunch of posts about that too it's like I had to be pretty selective with these because there's so much ridiculous shit on his Instagram. Like, but I tried to stick to the ones that really come off weird. But yeah, he has really long, a lot of really long posts about, oh, so proud of my daughter for being in. Oh, I loved I loved uh, Quentin Tarantino since before she I ever Ew. came her out of my balls or whatever. Yeah. I mean, okay, this is that. Oh. I was just riffing that one, but this is an actual one here. This is a picture of Kevin and Harley Quinn on Good Morning America. The caption is Spent the week in NYC doing press with a human being who came Ew. out of my balls. Oh my God. So that's not how it works. <laughs> Come on, that's not how it works. It's no. so funny because he puts so many hashtags at oh. the bottom of all of these, and the first one is always hashtag Kevin Smith. Hashtag Kevin Smith. Hashtag Represent. Kevin Smith, hashtag Harley Quinn Smith, <laughs> hashtag GMA, hashtag Good Morning America, oh. so on and so forth. 
God damn. Uh, there's a couple more here, kind of in the same vein. Oh, actually, I'll send this one to you. This is just... I actually just saved this because it's kind of cool. Like, I wanted to give Harley a little credit. Because <laughs> no, no hate to Harley Quinn no, Smith. Yeah. She's... This is her for Halloween dressed up as the Joker in the nurse's uniform from The oh, Dark really? Knight. That's pretty good. It looks, it looks pretty cool. I like it. That's <laughs> Wait, cute. The first comment I see is just, it's from, I'm going to, fuck it, I don't care. This guy on Instagram named Poe underscore Pritchett just says, whore, exclamation oh point. Oh my God, that's <laughs> oh, horrible. What the fuck? Oh, oh, there's a lot Why? of that, actually. Um, Why are you being mean? That's actually a good segue. Oh, no. Um, he had... God. No, no, this one isn't really bad oh, in the same way, but it's kind of funny. I think I know what you're going to bring up, yeah. He had, like, this big post mm. that went viral and got a lot of coverage where he took a screenshot of some guy... <laughs> saying like a horrible thing in the comments on his daughter's Instagram. <laughs> and then he God. made like a long post like lecturing about it. But he chose to post this publicly, a screenshot yeah. of this comment to his daughter that says, you're ugly as shit and that steaming horse shit of a movie yoga hosers should be banned. Fuck your talentless front yeah. of a father for trying to compare it with The Matrix. You're cancer, and I sincerely hope you end up dead. You end up like Lindsay Lohan and dead. So this is just some (laughs) awful, hateful troll. Uh, He's right about Kevin Smith sucking and being a piece Uh, of shit, but there's no need to be mean to a 17-year-old girl. Also, let's not bring Lindsay Lohan into this. She's gone through a lot. (laughs) He hopes he hopes she ends up like Lindsay Lohan and dead. dead. Lindsay Lohan like, first, and then and then dead. As far as I know, yeah, she's, she's still, still kicking. with us. I, she's yeah, still is alive. Yeah. But he wants him to end up like her, and and also, and also dead. dead. Yeah. And yeah, and and he Kevin makes this really long post. What it's like to be my daughter, seventeen-year-old Harley Quinn Smith received this message simply for the heinous crime of posting a pic of herself on Instagram. I have zero clue what the reference to hashtag the Matrix is all about, but wow, way to unload on a teen girl because you have nothing to do in life. But even though I should be apoplectic about it, my kid thought it was funny. I'd be mad if I had a tiny dick and anonymous voice too, wow. she said, bemused by the Jeez. bitterness. She, didn't she did say not that. say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's like, and if she didn't say that, it's weird to put those kinds of words in your daughter's mouth, whatever. He's weird. This goes on for a long time. Hashtag Kevin Smith, hashtag Harley Quinn Smith, hashtag yoga hosers. God. Yeah, I mean, good on him for like, being like, hey, don't say this to my daughter, I guess. But, I mean, it seems well-intentioned, but God, if I was his daughter, like, I would be so embarrassed that my very famous dad is sharing these comments to the world. Yeah, I know. Like, that's what's so insane about it to me. Like, that's just some awful troll, which is, like, yeah, sort of inevitable when you're, like, a woman online yeah. with any kind of fame. And that, yeah, that sucks. But also, especially if it's true, <laughs> what he says, that his daughter didn't care about it at all and wasn't bothered by it. But I don't know if that's mm. totally true because I looked into it and I think she also did. A yeah, yeah, I think she did. So like, yeah. whatever. But 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 like, 
that's you don't need to fucking amplify that. Honestly, let her fucking post about it and say whatever she wants and just kind of stay out of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know you love your daughter, dude, but it's like you don't need to broadcast no, that I shit. Anyway, here's a picture of Harley Quinn uh, at the premiere of Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, all dressed up. He posted it. While I was on stage in hashtag St. Louis, my kid Harley Quinn Smith got to go to the Guardians hey. of the Galaxy premiere. Where's the justice, I asked. Harley said, but I've loved Marvel movies my whole life. To which I replied, well, I've loved hashtag Marvel since before you were even ew, come. Ew, 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 ew. Stop doing it. Come I may have won the argument, but I likely lost any respect she may have ha- had left for Damn, me as an authority sad, figure. Shouldn't have done that. Hashtag... Hashtag Kevin Smith, hashtag Harley Quinn Smith, hashtag Harley Quinn, hashtag Guardians of the Galaxy, hashtag Premiere, hashtag Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. This is making me way too sad. He just has these fucked up boundary (laughs) issues with, like, everybody. With his wife, with his mom, with his daughter, all the women in his life. He has to say this gross shit, too. He can't fucking It's nice to know that even, like, rich people, like, still just have, like, fucked up family members that they have to deal with. And and to someone out there, (laughs) Kevin Smith is just, like, their shitty dad (laughs) or their shitty uncle or whatever that they just have to, like, kind of put up with. And I saved another one. This is, I feel like this is something that I remembered from a long time ago that I was trying to find. And I don't even want to share it with our audience because it makes me uncomfortable. But oh, I'll show yeah. you guys. Oh, um, no. So this is, is, that this is a 16-year-old Harley Quinn oh, Smith. No. Oh, yeah. It's on his. This is him lovingly uh, posting a picture of his 16-year-old daughter dressed in a shiny, skin-tight uh, Harley Quinn uh, costume with considerable cleavage. Yeah, this is one of those things where, like, even in yoga hosers, I was thinking of this a little bit where I'm like... I mean, dude, you just have to understand that you are incredibly famous and that things are different when you're famous. Like, it's... If this was just an average, everyday dude posting his daughter, I would still be like, that's a little bit weird. But the fact that he's so famous, I'm like, you can't post your 15-year-old fucking daughter in, like, a skin-tight, deep cleavage suit when you are a massively famous multi-millionaire like that photo is just gonna be around forever yeah and then you're gonna fucking act all taken aback like later when she gets mm. trolled by random dudes online That's like fun. you're the one yeah. exposing her to all this fucking attention you're posting like kind of uh, uh sexual pictures of her as a young girl that's gonna get her a lot of attention and that's yeah, what and happens and I, I, I like feel bad for harley harley quinn smith a little bit not 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 just because like whatever kevin's doing but i'm just like it must be fucking weird to be growing up um famous basically of like your dad posting photos of you and shit when you're that young like my god i don't want photos of myself as a teenager up online like holy shit yeah i i felt real bad for her because of this shit but it's like Looking at some of the more recent, like, less interesting posts, uh, it seems like she's, like, That's cool good. with it. Like, yeah. It's, well, I, it it seems like she's adjusted to it's it adjusted well. Adjusted might be and the best it seems term, like, yeah. and it seemed And it seems like she wants okay. to be famous. She wants to be an actor. She's been in a few other movies. So it's sort of like yeah. a trade-off that she's 
getting like a pretty good deal That's out good. of that like it's just a yeah 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 she has this weird embarrassing <laughs> dorky dad uh but it's like now she gets to be in a tarantino yeah. movie and do all this it's cool stuff a, it's, so it's, it's I, just, I, um, I don't get the impression that she's all fucked up but that could turn no, out to be it's wrong just that same later, thing i have know? it with uh child actors too where i always just feel so weird yeah. because i'm like even if they say they want to be in a movie or want to be famous forever i'm like you know they're kids they don't really know what they're getting into even if you're like 15 you don't really know what you're getting into by being in a movie so i always i just always feel a little bit bad for them he's been putting her in his movies since she was a baby That's true too. we yeah. first saw her we we watched her she grew up right before our eyes but when you're a baby that's different but like when you're old enough to be like recognizable and like working and stuff mm. well i mean like so she, oh. we saw her as a baby in the fucking james silent bob movie and then again as like a little girl in <laughs> oh, clerks yeah. too when dante goes and he sees the little girl in a restaurant that's her and now we see her almost fully grown in yoga hosers and uh Presumably as a, a grown adult who, from what I hear, is sort of oh, sexualized no. in the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Oh, no, that's no good. Uh, here's one last thing that I will uh, post a link to just because it's kind of a funny picture. <laughs> I already talked to you guys about this, but <laughs> movie premieres that. unlimited. Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> one, of, one of the great uh, Twitter accounts, which I believe is no longer on Twitter due to bullshit uh, <laughs> copyright uh, stuff. I'm sure pretty much anyone that listens to uh, Sorry, this is familiar. Sorry, what's the name again? Uh, movie premieres unlimited, and they post. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. They they used to post a lot of. Um, the pictures they they're still they're still on Instagram so go ahead and follow night openings on Instagram because uh, they post pictures from movie premieres and this one is from the Cat in the Hat premiere where <laughs> Kevin went with Jason Mewes and I think his daughter you just can't quite see her you can sort of see a little bit of her in the picture off to the side oh yeah but this. <laughs> This picture is of Kevin and Jason Muse is like giving him a little kiss yeah. on the cheek and he's like wearing like kind of a te they look like the weirdest fucking yeah. gay couple on earth. Which I mean makes picture. sense if there is some type of like um poly or cuck relationship going on with Kevin, his wife and and Jason Muse that like Jason is out here strutting around with kevin you know showing the world that kevin's his property you know kissing him in public and shit uh so, and then he's gonna go home and they're and, very and close fuck his uh, friggin wife <laughs> also jason jason muse has a droopy tattoo <laughs> well anyway the reason that i included this one is just because so he brought his his young daughter at the time to the Cat in the Hat premiere, and he's wearing this bowling shirt with her name all over it. It says Harley oh. Quinn on it, and then the part of the bowling shirt that would be like his name says, I'm pretty sure it says Daddy Ew. Man. Yes, it Gross. does. <laughs> what the fuck? Awful. So like, it 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 has Harley Quinn on it like, the way I'm looking at this, it's like a bowling team shirt, and it's as if Harley Quinn is the name of his bowling team. <laughs> and then his name is Daddy Man. 
Damn. This sucks, man. <laughs> this, yeah, this blows. Do not like, do not like this at all. All right, so his weirdness with his daughter seems to just be an extension of how weird he is, like, in general. Because, like, he does the same kind of weird shit with his mom, (laughs) which we also already don't like. Yeah. But, like, it's your fucking daughter. Like, don't... It's not like it's it's wrong to, like, cuss (laughs) with your kids or, like, talk about sex with them or whatever. But, like referring to them as come or talking about them coming out of your balls like just don't do that man for my daughter shot out of my yeah. fat wad yeah <sighs> shit like that and he, and making sly references to having sex with her mom yeah my my daughter like, who who I love but not as much as banging my friggin wife uh, he just fucking sucks so uh. much and look and i want to be clear that there's no hate on no. harley quinn smith no, she's, she's she seems fine kid. she seems like it's yeah. a weird environment yeah. she's do she's doing her best and she seemed pretty good in that very small i think non-speaking part in once <laughs> upon a time in hollywood so i wish her all the best in the future and like I hope that in the coming years she isn't forced to like attend a thousand events a year with her dad because that's what it looks like from his Instagram. He takes her fucking everywhere. Maybe give her a little space, Kev. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a lot of space. Yeah. Say I uh, I watched that Harley Quinn movie over the weekend. It's pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah, what'd you think? Good. It's pretty good. Birds of Prey. I love it. It's uh, badass. I was in um, I, I was it. in the wrong mood for it. I, I think I would like to watch it with um friends and like a few drinks or something cuz it's like a very fun like spunky movie. But like I don't think I was yeah. totally in the mood for like um the vibe of it, like the humor of it. So it didn't totally work for me, but I think it's still uh-huh. pretty cool and uh, the action's really good. I'd definitely rewatch it. Yeah, it's a very fun little crime movie i saw it in the theaters oh, which nice. was a real treat and i didn't think once about <laughs> kevin smithers weird relationship with his daughter during it yeah. all of this was bad and and you shouldn't have listened to it but it's too late so uh sorry <laughs> fuck you you're you're cursed now but not as cursed as us and, so and look we only got off. a few episodes left what are you gonna do stop listening come on keep listening oh you, th- right. you that's what you think rose <laughs> but i have a feeling that will have even when we're out of movies, we'll have there plenty left to talk about. You've put us, you've put us down this path, and we may never find um, the end of it. If anyone is looking for some good Canadian comedy, though, like I mentioned earlier, would recommend Trailer Park Boys. Would recommend Bob and Doug McKenzie's Strange Brew as well, since that is obviously what Kevin wishes he could make. Also, Scott Pilgrim is a cool movie that takes place yeah, yeah, in true. Canada. Yeah, that's true. That one does oh, take yeah. place in Canada. And even though it's like a, a really like out there, wacky movie or whatever, it feels very kind of specific to like a certain part mm-hmm. of yeah. Toronto that like, even though I've never been there, I there's like, it has like this sort of sense of authenticity oh, to it that you know and there's no like awful fake canadian <laughs> accents because why would you do that that's stupid only an idiot <laughs> would think to make a whole movie like that yeah i've been watching uh 
just, just Gundam. Gundam. It's pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've been watching Zeta Gundam. It's pretty I, good. Watch I, I that. think this whole project has been the worst on Ted because we forced him to watch stuff that's not anime, which is just hard for him I don't to even watch with. that much anime. I don't think Ted I've ever watches anything maligned. besides anime until we made him do this <laughs> no. podcast. And that's not true. We're subjecting him to some of the worst non-anime that you can find. So it's really a terrible thing to do to our poor boy. This sucks, man. I'm being maligned. <laughs> Sorry, there's bad vi- there's bad vibes on this episode. We've been recording for two hours, and we gotta stop. So- sorry, sorry, everybody. Yes. I hate myself. Uh, life is bad. Uh, yeah, sorry about goodbye. this one, everyone. Uh, Good night. Uh,